Welcome in. It is another Sunday on Mile High Magazine. I am Murphy Houston. I am on a phone from home as we are staying separated, which has been required for a long time now with the coronavirus at the peak that it is. And we hope you are safe and you are healthy and you are with your family as it should be. I'm talking today with Susie Stolte, who's Director of Marketing and Communications for JP Opioid Interaction Awareness Alliance. Susie, how are you? I am well, Murphy, and thank you so much for having me uh, today. And as you said, we're doing this by phone. I'm all trying to stay safe uh, during this crisis. Well, that's, uh, I guess, uh, broadcasting is an essential part of life always. So we make an effort and we appreciate your effort going on the phone. It sounds fine. And we can still talk and be safe and get the information out to our listeners. That's so valuable. So let's let's talk about, uh, I've, I have to admit, Susie, I've never heard of JP Opioid Interaction Awareness Alliance. Tell us about that. Absolutely. So, Murphy, we are a small, um, all-volunteer nonprofit, and our goal is to eliminate the deaths that are caused by opioid drug interactions. I think, Murphy, that most of your listeners know that the opioid epidemic has been sweeping our country for almost two decades. Um, In 2018, which is the last year for which we have full statistics, about 46,000 people died as a result of the opioid epidemic. That's about 125 people every day. And the epidemic um, is sending hundreds of people to emergency rooms daily. Here well, that's in Colorado, unbelievable numbers, Susie. Those are, yeah. those are sta- staggering numbers. Yeah, they are staggering numbers. Here in Colorado, Murphy, uh, 543 people died in 2018 uh, from opioid-related uh, in, from opioid issues. Um, so the rising death toll, is it's pretty well publicized, and I think most people have at least heard of it. If not, you know, know, you know, a little bit more about it and significant resources and attention are being focused on how to address the issue. But Murphy, what's not well publicized is the lesser known but equally concerning subset of the epidemic. And that's the growing number of deaths that are related to mixing opioids with other drugs. Um, especially benzodiazepines. And so that's the interaction piece of our name and our mission. Um, So in August 2018, the CDC published a report that showed that over 50% of prescription opioid deaths involved a benzodiazepine. What is that substance? I, I don't believe I've heard about it, but is that related to kind of what's going on now? Is that where I've heard that name before? Uh, well, one of the things I was going to talk about was to stop right here, um, Murphy, and tell your listeners about these two categories of drugs. Please so do. Opioids, Please do. opioids is the class of drugs that are used to treat um, moderate to severe pain. I'm sure most people you know, have heard of these, um, oxycodone, hydrocodone, probably people know them more by their names, such as Oxycontin, uh, Percocet, Loratabs, Vicodin. Those are the kinds of drugs that help manage pain. And right. when, they're proper, when they're properly used, they're safe. But uh, if they're not properly used, 
uh, they can lead to serious harm, including addiction, overdose, and of course, unfortunately, a loss of life. Benzodiazepines, uh, probably your listeners are familiar with these. They would know them as Valium, as Xanax, uh, Clonopin. They're the kinds of drugs that are prescribed for anxiety, uh, for nervousness, panic disorders, sometimes sleepiness. Um, and they too can be habit forming and lead to addiction. So in uh, 2018, the Centers for Disease Control published a study that showed that 50%, over 50% of opioid deaths also involved a benzodiazepine. And wow. that, correlates, that correlates with other studies, Murphy, that are showing a steep increase, over 50%, in benzo prescribing in the last 10 years. And the number of emergency room visits for benzo-related issues and the number of people seeking treatment for abusing benzos. So that's the two categories of drugs. And as I said, they're, they're dangerous. They can be fatal. And the focus of our organization is to help end uh, all opioid deaths, but especially that particular category of opioid deaths. Uh, so let me ask, in uh, the wake of what's happening and the impact of COVID-19, do you see usage of these drugs on the increase? Because people probably are suffering from COVID, or COVID and they need some uh, pain relief. Are they taking more of these drugs now? Well, of course, it's early um, in, the, in this crisis, in this pandemic, and there's no hard data yet. But professionals, Murphy, who work in the substance use disorder field, uh, they're certainly uh, expressing concern uh, for several reasons. So first, both opioids and benzos can cause slowed or difficult breathing. And since COVID-19 affects the lungs, uh, professionals are worried. Of course, research are, we already know from research that economic struggles can lead to increased drug and alcohol use. So that's a concern. Uh, treatment for those struggling with substance use disorder is already very difficult to access. And with the stress on the healthcare system, professionals you know, have already seen that um, that's access to treatment is getting harder and harder. And then recovery support groups, which are a lifeline for those um, millions of people who are struggling, um, they've either been canceled or in some cases um, moved to a virtual format to comply with social distancing requirements. And that's, I mean, obviously that's, you know, what we need to be doing, but people in recovery can be severely affected by the measures needed for social distancing. So, yeah, absolutely, there's a concern that while we were starting to flatten the opioid deaths, that this potentially, this has the potential to cause those deaths or emergency room visits to spike again. There is, however, some good news, Murphy, and that is that... Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that in the in the stimulus package and that cares package that was that Congress passed. There right. is some some funding included 
um, directed for the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration to help increase access for mental health services. Um, and so that's, that is the good news in that. Well, that's good news. So let's talk a little bit about maybe some of the programs you have in place to help reduce this opioid interaction death, because you're right. You mentioned earlier, we don't hear any talk about that kind of stuff going on, and we need to know. Absolutely. So there's uh, three, we have three main pillars where we do our work, Murphy. Uh, First is um, a public awareness program uh, where um, members of our board go out in the community and do public presentations about this issue. Uh, This program is called These Numbers Have Names. Um, those of us who, you know, work in this area, we're all very familiar with the statistics. But every one of those statistics, Murphy, as someone's, you know, mother, father, sister, brother, in my case, my daughter. And so uh, we, you know, we go out and try to give a 30,000 foot view of this issue, but then also to, you know, really hone it down and tell the personal stories of those who have um, experienced loss. Right. Uh, The other thing that we do is um, we do a lot of community collaboration. There are numerous groups throughout Colorado that um, are working to help bring down the number of opioid deaths. And we work closely with a number of them, uh, specifically a group called the Colorado Consortium for Prescription Drug Abuse Prevention, uh, which is a statewide group. And uh, they do a lot of work, and they're kind of a convening organization, bringing a lot of smaller organizations together. We do a lot of work with them, and last year uh, we produced a program called Beyond the Numbers, Echoes of the Opioid Epidemic, and it's 10 videos telling the stories of people who have been touched by this epidemic. Sure. And then most importantly um, for us is that we have a student, uh, a pharmacy student scholarship program. We recognize that pharmacists play a really critical role in patient education. Uh, They are often that last voice between a patient and his or her prescribed medicines. That's true, they are. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And they're very, uh, studies show that pharmacists are very respected. And so we want the next generation of pharmacists to be very well educated about um, the opioids in general and the interaction risks specifically. So every year we give uh, aspiring pharmacy students at the CU Skaggs School of Pharmacy and at the Regis School of Pharmacy, uh, a scholarship. And it's a program we're very, very proud of. Well, you should be. You guys are very active out there. It's Susie Stolte, who's Director of Marketing and Communications for JP Opioid Interaction Awareness Alliance. So as people are listening to us in the wake of all the other craziness going on, let's get them focused back in about the opioid situation. Where can they go to learn more about it? Maybe they have a problem with their family as we speak. Absolutely. There's three resources, Murphy, that I would recommend. One is a website called TakeMedsSeriously.org, 
And there, uh, your listeners can learn about um, really the three foundations of what we're working on in Colorado, which is safe use, safe storage, and safe disposal. Um, And it's a great resource uh, for folks who want to learn more about this. Then the group I mentioned, the Colorado Consortium for Prescription Drug Abuse Prevention, their website is corxconsortium.org, and they also have a lot of information um, about the epidemic. And then, of course, um, our JP site, which is jpopioidalliance.org. And then your listeners are certainly welcome to contact me um, through our website. There's a contact uh, link on there, or also to just email me directly at suzy@jpopioidalliance.org. We're always uh, very willing to, you know, talk to people about resources that they might need to, you know, if people want to have us come out and speak to their groups. We speak at rotaries, at church groups, um, any group that wants to learn more about this Murphy, we're more than happy to come out. There's no charge. Uh, we just want to help uh, stop these opioid deaths and opioid interaction deaths. Well, it sounds like you're really on it, Susie. Uh, the JP Opioid Interaction Awareness Alliance, it's, is it all volunteers? Do you have any paid staff? How does that work? Because you no, are we a nonprofit. Have, yeah. yeah, no paid staff. We are all volunteers. Everyone on our board has either lost someone to this epidemic or is uh, someone who works in the substance use disorder field. We're so fortunate to have practicing pharmacists and staff from both the Skaggs Pharmacy School and the Regis Pharmacy School, you know, all of our board, we are just really passionate about um, stopping these senseless deaths. Well, we're certainly glad you're out there. How many years have you been together? Uh, Let's see. We are going on nine years that the organization has been in existence, and I've been volunteering with them for about six years. Well, Susie, I appreciate the time. I'm glad we brought this back to the attention of our friends because it's COVID-19 has taken over everybody's attention, but what you're dealing with is not stopping. It's continuing, and people need to be aware of that. Agreed? Agreed. Well, thanks a lot, Susie. Appreciate it. Take care of yourself. Uh, Thanks for joining us on the phone today, Uh, and we appreciate you being here on Mile High Magazine, and we'll talk again soon. All right, Murphy. Thank you for having me. You stay safe. I hope all your listeners stay safe. And again, for more information about this issue, um, I really encourage people to visit our website. Do so immediately. Appreciate it. And we're going to take a little break, and we're going to continue on. We'll talk with Dr. John Douglas, who runs Tri-County Health here in Colorado, next on Mile High Magazine. Now we continue with Mile High Magazine. Here's your host, Murphy Houston. 